Welcome to the Project Life Podcast. I am Mike Watson. On this podcast, we're going to explore being a dad and operating the world in that role. Also, the other role of just being a dude, being a man in this world. And then lastly, it's about running a business with my wife. So the ins and outs of how we make that happen, advice and things that I've learned over my lifetime and things that actually work to grow our business. So enjoy this episode of Project Life with Mike Watts and have a great rest of the day. Beautiful world today. Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Watts. It is Mike Watts. Here is another user question. For those of you, as I said in the previous episodes, if uh, you want to leave a question, head over to MikeJWatts.com forward slash podcast, and you can leave a question there via the voice memo, which is a button at the bottom right-hand corner, and you can leave a voice uh, audio memo for me. And if not, uh, you can also send me a message on Instagram at Mike J Watts is my Instagram handle, and you can just drop it there. So this is from Dr. Andrea. She said, negotiating speaker fees, always uncomfortable. My fee is $5,000. Take it or leave it. This is what I get every time. But as a lady conditioned to be polite, I am Canadian too. So double conditioning equals very uncomfortable conversation. The results are always obtained obtained of my full fee, but I hate the combo and I will not turn down a speech before I even negotiate sometimes just to avoid the conversation. I will not turn down a speech before I even sometimes just to avoid the conversation. Number two, see above. I need a script or a new mindset for this. Um, okay. So Dr. Andrea, Basically, I'm a little bit confused by your last paragraph that you wrote me. The results have always been obtained. Uh, so basically, I think you've always received your full fee, but hate the conversation and will, and you won't turn down a speech before I even negotiate sometimes just to avoid the conversation. So I th- I'm not sure what that means. But basically, here what, here's what happens when you come negotiating fees. You're in control. You can do whatever you want. That, that's it. That's, that's, all, that's all I got for you. Just kidding. Basically, here is, uh, so here's two suggestions. Number one, because I am taking private clients right now. And so some of the private clients that have come to me really have a hard time paying the full fee. And so it's up to me whether or not I choose to work with them or not um, to be able to do that. And the bottom line is like, I'm worth the full fee, the work that we put into it. So if somebody comes to me and was just like, well, I'm not able to afford that. And they, that's all they say to me. I'm just like, no, we're not going to work together. I'm sorry, but that's, that's just the way it is. Right. And so I know what my time is worth, or maybe there's another way we can work together instead of doing like a full in day session that it goes to uh, a few, like instead of in-person session in Maine, what I, what I usually do is say, let's do it a different way. We could do a couple zoom calls instead, you know, that are not an eight hour session. It's more of like two hour sessions for the rate that you're willing to pay is what, um, would be. And so that's how I've had to work on situations like that as well. But when it comes to speaker fees, the biggest, here's two things, especially if you're the one doing negotiating, I'm wondering if the negotiating is on the phone or if it happens to be via email. If it happens to be via email, here's the tip that I have for you to do that. Become a different person. So instead of being Dr. Andrea, when you're responding, I don't know, let's just become uh, like Jane, right? So I'm going to be Jane 
and I am going to answer and I work for Dr. Andrea, even though it could be you. So you're putting your mindset into a different category of who you are and who's actually answering this question to take out the, um, the direct connect to you. Right. And so that's what somebody, one of our friends actually told us that they do this is that they sit down at the computer first. They don't go from like working on their regular stuff to then all of a sudden become this different person. They get up, they go to the, they go get some water, they do whatever they need to do. They come back and now they're, now they transition to this new person and they write these emails from there. They're a little bit more like fun than who they were regularly or whatever that may be. So you could become a different person to do this. And for me, so that's one thing. If it's via email, if it's over the phone, you could also become a different person. You could just use a different voice, right? You could say like these people might know you not, they might not know, might not know. Does that even make sense? They might. So like, for instance, you're hearing Mike Watts talk right now, but at this moment, let's say you've never heard me speak. Like if somebody's reaching out to do a speaking gig with me, I might they might not know who I am, might not know I am. That is horrible English. But basically, I could just be like, hey, this is Steve. Yeah, I work for uh, I work for Mike. I'm his um, assistant. Sure. Yeah, his speaking rate is five grand. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. All right, let me get back to you. Let me talk to him and get back to you. You know, and then you could just be like, all right, I'll email follow up with you or whatever that may be. Oh, uh, yeah, five grand. That includes travel. It includes this. And the biggest thing when it comes to and it's just like you become an alter ego in the middle of the conversation. That could be also be funds, right? All right. So then the other, the other twist and, or the other view that I have on this is your, you, if you're not comfortable, like you, you were very concrete in your question to me, my fee is $5,000, take it or leave it. And this is what I get every time. But as the lady conditioned to be polite, I feel like there's a part of you that myself doubt in like, I'm not actually worth the $5,000 or maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just reading kind of into your statement that you wrote here. And just, this is what's coming to me right now where it's like, okay, I don't actually sometimes believe this. And then I'll talk about how to handle negotiation that actually feels better. Um, where, so it's the belief structure, right? Do I actually believe in the rate of $5,000 for a speaking gig? And so it's making sure that I concrete believe that I value that I deliver on this every single time. And this is the way I do. And so Kate actually ran into this problem when her and I were doing, um, when we started working together early on where people were talking about negotiating, speaking with her and she's just, she's just not good with it. Right. Like that's the reality is like she would say something and they would come back and they do all this. And I just said, you just got to take yourself out of it. And honestly, I might even just say that to yourself, like just, you might have to hire somebody just to handle your speaking stuff. Right. And that's all they do is handle it. Maybe it's an a speaking agency would be a more be better, better fit for you um, instead of you doing it yourself. Maybe it's just an assistant and all they do. And maybe it's a part time person that all they end up doing is just answering your emails that come in for your speaking career. And so that's another segment you could set take it out of your you're the one doing the negotiating and that might feel better in itself. Right. So I'm not exactly sure what you have uh, said here, but here's another way when it comes to negotiating things. I never want to leave feeling taken advantage of in a negotiating situation is that I want to make sure I always say like, for me, it's always like, what's a win for me, no matter what I go into the situation for. If it's an organization that let's say it's a charitable organization wants to become speak, but I'm really passionate about it, then I will go do it for probably free, right? 
But if it's something that I have to fly to California, I'm going to charge more to fly to California than because I live on the East Coast in Maine than somebody that wants me to go to Boston, right? Boston is a two-hour drive for me. And going to California is an all-day experience, right? It's waking up super early. It's getting on a flight. It's landing there at noon. I, it's, you know, you have jet lag. You got the deal. So I'm going to charge more to go to that situation. And so I don't have to necessarily tell them that. I just know for me, that's the way it's going to be. And then I, I have non-negotiables when it comes to the speaking where it's like, okay, I want travel paid for. They have to pay for airfare. They have to pay for a car pickup to get me to and from the hotel. Or if I take an Uber, I'll just, they'll reimburse me. Um, they have to get me to the hotel. You know, I have to pay for my hotel. So those are like non-negotiable items. And when it came to like a lot of times we'll get these, uh, especially like we'll get organizations that reach out. This was a lot when Kate was doing a lot more speaking than she's doing now that will reach out and want her to do speaking, but they end up wanting her to front the cost for all of it. And their selling point is that, oh, you get to speak to my audience. And when you look at the reality of what the situation is for her, it was, it's an all day trip. It's leaving the house. It's flying to California. It's being in California. It's hanging out, which is great because the weather is better than here. And so it's just being there. Then you're there. Then you got to get on a plane. You got to come back. Then you got to speak for like one hour or two hours or three hours, whatever the deal is. And you got to go back. And if I have to front the cost for all of that, it is not worth the journey for her to even do that, right? So you know in your speaking based off your the message you sent me, you know what's worth it for you and what's not worth it for you. If it's $5,000 bottom line here or there, if it's a no for them, then it's a no for you. But if it's something you're willing to work with, let's say maybe it's like $4,000, but they'll cover travel and the whole shebang. Like you have to know, like you have to make the decision of what's gonna work for you and what's not gonna work for you. And they're also the reality is when I'm negotiating with people about anything, um, I actually have this guy right now that has been, he's trying to get our business because I spoke to him a couple weeks ago about helping us in one area of our business. He has emailed me multiple times. He has, he just texted me today about it. And I'm just like, this is, I like the follow-up and I like the persistence of it. Um, but it's also where like I'm in control of that situation because he wants to be our, like he wants us as his client, Right. So it's not something I have to get back to him. I can ignore him for a month. He can keep yelling me and I'll just keep ignoring him and he, all this stuff, but I'm not going to do that. But the reality is like, I will never make a, I'll never, if it's a negotiation situation for me, because when we're in a situation that if somebody says they're not going to pay $5,000, but they'll pay four, all of a sudden that turns to emotions for me. So if my speaking fee is five grand and somebody says, I'll give you $4,000 and I'll pay for all your travel. And I'm like, okay. I like the offer. Thank you. I get off the phone. I hang up because in that moment is super emotional and emotionally in that exact moment. And then I think about it and then I let it sit for a moment. You know, maybe it's an hour. Maybe I go for a walk. Maybe I read a book. Maybe I sleep on it. Maybe I make a decision the next day, you know, and when that time process happens for you, you are the one that knows when the right time to move forward is and when what's the right thing to do. Because now what happens is think about it, anything that happens in your life, right? If you're watching something on TV, you read something in the news, you see something on social media, it's super emotionally triggering. And then all of a sudden what ends up happening is that we might have a response that comes back super, super fast about how we have that. And then in an hour later, we're like, oh, I shouldn't have posted that or I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should have handled that a bit differently. So it's the same thing when it comes to the negotiating piece. It's the same. It's in real estate, right? So take real estate as a great example. 
when we bought our house, we the builder had an asking price. We submitted an offer, which was like, we'll pay the asking price, but we want all this other stuff in it. And basically, and we thought about it for a couple, you know, for a day, we took a day to put the offer together. And then they came back and said, we'll give you all this stuff, but we're not going to put these two couple things in. And we're like, great, sold, sign on the dotted line. Right. And so it's done, but it's through a real estate agent. It's through a broker. It's through somebody else for the most part, not all the times, but for us, that's what it handled because it takes, because the, the real estate agents don't care right? They want to make a sale. They're going to make commissions. They're going to make profit. But whether we get the house or not, like it's, they're not emotionally tied to it. They don't, they don't care. They're emotionally tied to us as their customers. But like for us, it's like a big deal. It's like, Ooh, how's this feel? So it's the same thing when you're, when you're working with, um, negotiating speaking gigs and negotiating speaking fees or negotiating anything for that matter, where you separate yourself from that emotion in that moment like, or like you're going to have emotions no matter what. Right. So you can't really separate yourself, but it's like, okay, if this is what their offer is, walk away from it for a moment, think about it and then come back to it. So this is what happens a lot with, um, when I'm taking one-on-one clients is that I experience a lot where I'll be in the moment and I know I can help them. But what ends up happening is that I'll get off the phone and I'll be like, you know what? I don't know if this is actually going to work out. You know, I just don't know if I can actually help the person the way they want. And what ends up happening, what's happened 100% of the time that I have received, has hung up the phone um, or hung up Skype after we were on the call with them when I said I could actually help them, they have chose not to work with me. And it, and I, and I'm like, great, because I know they made the right decision and I should have maybe listened to myself beforehand because I kind of knew it as soon as I got off the call was like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to help this person the way they need to help in the best way that's possible there. So it's really stepping away from ourselves and negotiation like itself. It can be very, people think it could be very stressful around it. And for you, for, for us, it's like, what's the best decision for us to do for us, for Kate and myself, what's the best decision for me to make for myself. And then to make that decision, um, in a clear minded space. So I might need a break a brush of fresh air, think about it overnight, wake up in the morning and kind of feel, see what feels best for me to be able to do that. But like the, the biggest thing that I took away from your question is just like, if it's a hard yes or no is really stick to it, you know, and to do it. But I know you want business and I know how clients go, but to make the, um, speaking, speaking fees or speaking negotiation much more easy, easier. Then also look at automation. So lastly, I'll leave you with this piece is how can you streamline the communication process? Because I find that's what a lot of things end up happening as well. Like, so if they're requesting speaking from you, um, is there a way to automate the intake form? Is there a way to um, automate the response, whether they agree or whether they're not, whether it's, is there a way to automate the contract situation? And I don't know the ins and outs of your entire business, so I'm not able to answer that right now. But I think just to look at the piece that you're repeatedly using. So for instance, for myself, what how it's been going is like somebody emails in, says they're interested in my services. I wrote back, said, great, send me three times over the course of the next week that work for you to chat because my schedule's crazy. So I just take their three times and kind of fit it into what works for me. That's how it works. That's the easiest thing for me because I don't have a set time to say, okay, every day at noon, this is when I'm going to take speaking requests because 
for me, that locks me down. It doesn't create freedom for me. That actually locks in structure where I'm not able to book anything because what if I don't get anybody that for the whole week that wants to talk to me, right? Then I've blocked out this hour. But what works for me is I, I have them email me back three times that work for them. Then I set up a Zoom call and then we schedule the Zoom call and that's pretty much that's pretty much it. But where, and then I have a call with them and then I manually email them the offer with some things that we've talked about and how I can go about helping them afterwards. And then if that's the process, then it's a, I put together the contract and send the contract out. So some people or at least one or two people that I've talked to were referred to me by people that didn't really know who I was. So what I learned is like, okay, I have to put a process in place in between them interested about so they can learn a little bit more about myself and the business that we've actually built. That way it'll educate them. So they, it puts me at a, at a place. And so that is the automation part where I can stick them into something where it keeps them, um, I can let them know this is a little bit more about me. So after they fill out the contact form, I can let them know to be like, Hey, Mike is going to be in touch with you, but here's a quick video about who he is before you guys actually have a call. So in case you have any questions for him, um, this is how to prepare for that call. And so things like this that I can put in place that eliminates a lot of the beginning conversations that will take place in our sessions, um, especially about me explaining myself, you know, who I am and what we've actually done. I want the, I want the customer to come prepared for that. So I think an automation piece could be something that makes negotiation a little bit easier for you. So even if you have a contact form with a speaking page, what is their offer from there? Or you can just say, list it. Please don't contact me. My speaking fee is at this moment in time is $5,000 and hear what you get for the $5,000. So if you're interested, let's talk. If you're not, then not so much. And I don't necessarily think that's smart to just put out in front because I think that could also turn some people off right away, but at least some samples of what your speaking ability would be. So I'm not sure why you're having hookups in negotiation. If you want to drop me another message, I'll answer that on the next call. So have a great rest of the day and I'll see you on the next episode of Project Life with Mike Watts. And if you have any more questions, Instagram at Mike J. Watts or MikeJWatts.com forward slash podcast. Take care and have a great day. Bye. What's up, people? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. One last thing before we close it out and you let you get back to your day. I've put together a free giveaway, actually, on MikeJWatts.com. You can go check it out now, but it's download my free three tools to make your business life easier starting now. And I gave away three simple tips and things that we use in our business that hands down make our life easier, that allows for scale it allows for solid operating structures so we can scale to the next level of revenue. So you can get that free giveaway. It's a PDF download. You just type it in. Plus, you'll also be on my weekly newsletter that goes out every Friday. And I really love it because it's three to four things that I really found valuable in the week and that hopefully you enjoy as well. So you can get all that downloaded over at MikeJWatts.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there. And I'll see you guys on the next episode of Project Life. Cheers. Cheers.